0: everybody welcome to learning the tropes i'm erin i'm clayton and i'm the romance novel veteran
1: and i'm the virgin river super fan
0: (laughs) and we have truly one of our most exciting episodes we've ever had because we have um actress lauren hammersley with us she of course plays charmaine on virgin river um and thanks so much for for joining us this afternoon lauren thank you so much for having me this is really exciting
1: it is yes. way more exciting for us. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> we binged the second season over Thanksgiving. We were lucky enough to be able to spend Thanksgiving with each other. The oh, me, God. producer Patty, who's also on the mic, and Aaron. And <laughs> everything was uh, scheduled around watching Virgin River. <laughs>
2: Ah, oh, that's so sweet. I think a lot of people spent a lot of time <laughs> glued to their computers this um, since it, it aired. Yeah, or it was released. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and in the second season, seemed, it was number one on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So it seems to be like blowing up. How was that? How have you felt that at all? Have you been feeling the effects of the popularity?
2: Absolutely. I mean, it, it's a huge uh, compliment and testament to everyone that was involved in the show. Um, it, it's, you never really know what you're making and until you see it. Like, like I, I mean, I've done um, shows that I thought were going to be a crazy hit and it just, something fell short and, and, you know, and it happens the other way. And that, so, so I've kind of, to the realization that we don't know what we're making until it airs and so season one didn't air until we were finishing season two and so even that was a surprise so we really for two years had no idea what we were doing
3: (laughs) wow wow i didn't realize that you that uh you shot season one that long ago. yeah
2: yeah so it's it was very um uh do i have that right i think i have that right yeah, it was, we were shooting season two and season one aired. Um, and so it was, it was, yeah, it, we just, it, it was like a long time of, are we making a show? Because it hasn't even, like, is this, do we just get paid to to do this thing and, and yeah. nobody sees it?
1: Is this
3: an elaborate prank?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a hoax. Is well, there
3: a creepy millionaire who just wants to watch this? <laughs> I mean, even that's
1: a gig is a it's gig, a conspiracy
2: so. gig, yeah. yeah, um, if the check
1: clears, it's you know yeah
2: exactly, um, and so you know the the response has been amazing and and I mean, even with my character Charmaine, everyone hates her, you know. <laughs> like, um, but not us. Yeah, aw, thank you. <laughs> but but like you know, it, it's it's been I've been really pleasantly surprised by the positivity of of and the compliments of like, yeah, I hate Charmaine, but well done, and and that's been uh, so heartwarming and so like. Oh my god! Because I, I mean, I was expecting death threats. And
1: <laughs> People are invested in the in the Mel and Jack romance, and yeah. when and when you know Charmaine's there, and we were talking about on oh, we did the review of the second season, and we thought that they had to deglam you in the beginning of this season because you were too much of a threat to Mel and Jack. Mm -hmm. So they had to make, they had to make you so that you were in bed and all these different things. Because I think that was the thing is like you as yourself as Charmaine, I think you do have a lot of fans like us where Charmaine stands that you would go in there and people would be like, why, why isn't Jack with her? Why isn't Jack with her? And I think was, did you notice anything like that? Like was, how do you feel Charmaine has been treated in the second season?
2: Um, Well, it's, it's, it's an intro it was it, it, it definitely shifted it was very um yeah Charmaine went through a little bit of a transformation they're like we're going in a different direction and I'm like okay like what happened to my boobs and my fake lashes like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I kind of like those things but uh <laughs> but uh you just go with it and um I mean it's funny because when you read the book which is what a lot of people are upset about uh I I think Charmaine's in it like so so when when I auditioned um uh, when I auditioned, I, I just wrapped a show that I was on for about 10 years um, and uh, called Mr. D. It's a, a sitcom about teachers. And uh, it had been a few months, you know, I, and I taped this audition. I auditioned for Mel. I taped this audition and uh, sent it in. And I've never booked anything off of an audition. And, like, a month later, I, I cut bangs. And, uh, you know, and, and I was kind of like, you know... Everyone in this industry thinks that their last job is going to be their last job ever. So, and it's like this kind of emotional roller coaster, and you sort of like go through this thing, like this little like midlife crisis, like every time you rap. You know? mm-hmm. and so yeah. I was like, I was this one weekend, a month after I'd sent in this audition, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm never gonna work again. I'm gonna cash in my chips. Uh, there's this bed and breakfast in St. John's, Newfoundland. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this bed and breakfast and I'm gonna shave my head and get a tattoo on my face if I want to, <laughs> because I'm not an actress anymore. That's it. I'm gonna own a bed and breakfast. That's it. And, and then, uh, I went to put an offer on the place and the listing had gone down or something. And then I right away gotten a phone call from my agent saying that I booked Virgin River for a different character, Charmaine. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I guess I'm an actor still. So,
1: <laughs> so no face tattoo for the moment. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So you had, just you had to it. tell
1: the guy, stop,
3: yeah.
2: stop. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: You have a little dot
3: on Let your face. That show, where we're go right started? to the laser
2: place, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and so like, okay, but I had bangs then, right? So I'm like, oh, I hope these aren't going to be a problem. And uh, anyways, I, I read the book, uh, and Charmaine's in it for, like, a blurb, basically, uh, a page, and which I think is what a lot of people were upset about. And uh, the description of her was, like, she's 10 years older than Jack. You can tell she used to be beautiful, but now is oh. a badass, and she's got two kids, you know? <laughs> <laughs> is
3: is she still the same? Is it still the same relationship in the book? Like she's Jack's girlfriend when Mel gets to town? She's
2: more of um it's a casual thing. It's not and and they're very open about it. It's just a casual thing. Um but the thing is with TV, you need more conflict and you need more like it can't be easy. Like there needs to be mm-hmm. competition. There needs to be a challenge. There needs to be all of this kind of turmoil and there needs the viewer needs to have a little frustration right i'm the frustration um uh but yeah so 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 it was funny because when i booked it i was like yay and then this industry always has a way of kind of kicking you down a little bit and so i read the book i was like oh (laughs) Oh.
3: (laughs) like i have to age a lot yeah
2: (laughs) So, um, but yeah, the, the character was just a lot different from the book. So that's another reason why a lot of people don't like me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, should we talk about, like, I think we should go back to season one and talk about, because when we did our season one recap, we had some very strong, we had some strong differences, I think, on season okay. one. Okay. Because, like, we're we're all Charmaine stands now, but... Season one was definitely, Aaron was team Charmaine and Clayton and I were team Mel. Okay. In
2: in
1: the sense of for Jack.
2: Yes.
3: For Jack. For Jack, of course. Yes. (laughs) Um, But it's been such a a journey because by the end of season two, we were just cheering your big speech at the end. Yes.
0: Oh, that was so good.
1: We stood up and applauded.
0: Yeah, literally, it was embarrassing. It was just the three of us, and we were cheering like we were in a movie theater. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, do you do you normally cheer in movie theaters? Um, yeah, in New York, I feel like people are more talking to the screen than probably like uh, <laughs> That's more amazing. civilized I places. Love that. Uh, that is yeah. so sweet. So, Thank you. Um,
3: now, to us, Virgin River is like an Avengers movie.
2: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs>
3: um. Look, well, Clayton and Aaron, do we want to ask ask about our season one theory of of Charmaine faking? Oh, hate? okay.
1: So, well, this was a big deal for me because I I put out the controversial theory that you were faking the pregnancy, that Charmaine was faking the pregnancy, and obviously that is not the case because in the second season we actually see a sonogram although pat was still holding on to that theory way later <laughs> until it was like no two doctors have looked at her it's not a fake pregnancy but that was my theory and it, it seems like it's funny because like you're saying how charmaine was such a small part of the book i think they definitely did expand the role for you because you did bring something really special to that character like you were saying where what the character does is irritating for the characters in the show, but you're so fun and watchable that people still want to have you around. It's like a fun—it's like Aww. a fun being annoyed.
2: Oh, that's so sweet! Thank you. And
1: but for the second season, we we kind of are so Team Charmaine because we feel like the whole town is kind of gaslighting you in a way because you're making some good points and asking some good questions. That the rest of them just don't want to actually give you the answer to. I feel like.
2: Yes, definitely. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's written so well in the way that um, you do want Jack and Mel to be together. Yes. But it's really, I've been Charmaine's been wronged. Like she she was with Jack for two years. Like that's not. You know, like that, it's, it's sort of, and you know, this beautiful, uh, educated woman comes to town and boom, he's gone. (laughs) It's, um, uh, but you do want them to be like, I think the thing is, is that, um, Jack and Charmaine loved each other, but Mel and Jack are soulmates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that's, that's what it is. And, and, um. And yeah, like with with the town kind of being against Charmaine and that sort of I mean, that's all the um uh it's conflict. It's like this small town sort of drama it just builds it up and makes it happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Um well, I think that
2: was a very good theory though, and I think it was highly possible like i didn't I don't know what's happening you know from year to year um uh so so I think it's very possible that that at, at season one I thought that was a very good theory
1: that, well, thank you so much so so that's that's a great question. So when you like go going into the second season when you found out that you guys were picked up or were did because that you were saying that you the first season didn't air until you were already working on the second season. So when did you know that there was going to be more than one season? Was it pretty immediate or?
2: It was actually, it, that one was pretty immediate. Yeah. Yeah. It was a couple of months later. Um, and I've, I've worked on shows where we didn't find out that we were picked up for another season until um, a month before we started shooting. Wow. Um, oh, God. So, yeah. You already
1: had the razors out. You're already going for the shave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <though.
0: laughs> Thank goodness that you guys did start filming immediately like that because you completely avoided sort of the Corona shutdown, right? Or did you not?
2: Uh yeah, yeah. Season two. Yeah, we, we completely avoided it. So that's that's great. Yeah. We I think I came I'm I'm really bad with dates and time. Um, but I think we finished shooting in December of last year. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because we were we were speculating because we weren't really sure what the shooting schedule was. And we saw a lot more of the outside like we saw a lot more of outside jacks that's right by the river. We saw like it feels like the budget might have been increased in the second season or something, because I, I feel like there was a lot more outdoor shots. There was a lot more sets and things. And we weren't sure if a lot of it had to do with maybe covid protocols where it's better to shoot outside and stuff.
2: Um, No, so it it wasn't for COVID. It was actually because we started shooting earlier in the year. So we had better. um, It wasn't winter. Um, So in in season one, we started shooting, I believe, in November. And a lot of the outdoor scenes that you see where Mel and Jack are cozying up by the river, they are freezing. It is cold. (laughs) Like they were so cold. And uh, so they're in the winter. And Vancouver like on the west coast it's got like this and i'm from here originally but i live on the east coast and it it's got that wet cold and it goes right to your bones right through your clothes so yeah. um uh yeah they hit it well because they look very cozy
1: <laughs> i'm feeling that cold right now that's the exact cold that's going on right oh, now cuz it? it's raining outside yeah. and it's like 30 degrees Um, and there's no insulation in the barn, which is fine, but, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't imagine being in summer clothes sitting by a river right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. It's awesome. (laughs) They have, they have these vests for us that we wear under our clothes. Um, and they're, they look like they're, they're fleece vests that have all these pockets for you for hand warmers. And it kind of looks like you got a bomb strapped to you, like it's sort of because it's like it's all of these like pockets that are stashed with stuff. But the so those are pretty great. But uh, yeah, it's still cold.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So you had you were telling us before when um, before we started recording that you had a you had a fun story about your first day on the set, first season. (laughs)
2: Um, So my first um, my background is in comedy, not in drama. And, um, uh, or that's the, the most of my experience. And so any kissing scene I've ever had before was not like a sexy one. Like it was, it was (laughs) funny. Like it was a funny kissing scene or whatever. And, uh, (laughs) so my first scene, my first day on set is the makeout scene with Jack and, uh, I was so nervous and I like walked into the trailer and I was like, hi, my name's Lauren. I'll be making out with you today. <laughs> and, he was like, and he was like, he's so gorgeous. And he was like, and he's such a great guy. And he goes, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And, and I, I giggled like a schoolgirl, and I ran away. And, and then, um, in the scene too, it was like, it wasn't even a closed set. And it was, um, I was so nervous about it. I was like, and, and. Like, yeah, it was just, I've never had to be sexy before. And, um, uh, and anyway, so anytime they yelled cut, I would just burst out laughing because that's how I deal with stuff. And I don't know if that made him feel very good, but it, it was like this kind of like nervous release. And, uh, and then, but it was really interesting because, um, at the end of the scene, uh, you know, it's like all this intimacy and, and, uh, And, and you're safe. Like it's, it's, you know, it ends at a certain point. And, and it was like, when the scene was wrapped, I was like, Oh my God, I feel so relaxed. Like this, like, I feel so good right now. And and (laughs) it was at that point when I realized why lonely people pay other people to hug them? I, it was just <laughs> yeah. like, I
0: was,
2: I was, like he should provide this as a service, like a community service. Not like after COVID, obviously. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: but um, uh, so that was my first day on set.
1: Wow. So, so you you were saying you have a background in comedy, or at least that's Mr. D was the show that you were on for. You said ten years, right? Now that was a CBC show. We, mm-hmm. I don't we didn't really get that in America, so I wasn't too familiar with it, but it ran for a long time and was pretty highly regarded, uh, right?
2: Yeah, and, it, it was cool. It was um I think it took us a couple like uh years to kind of hit the stride and then it was just like it just kind of grew into this very funny show and um uh it, it was a lot of fun. I miss that. Sh- I, miss, I miss a lot of shows that I've been on, but I guess that's because you, you get to know everyone and you're like, it's just, you know, it's,
1: yeah. <laughs> so was that your initial when you started out? Did Were you initially drawn to comedy or is that just how you were cast? Or like, were you, I'm going to go and I want to do comedy. That's going to be my main thing.
2: Um, I, I started acting when I was 12 years old. Uh, and I, I think Mr. G was my first breakthrough role and um, my first big role. And uh, so I'd been acting for over 20 years. I've been trying to be an actor, I should say for over 20 years by the time that I, I booked Mr. D and it's, this industry is so funny because that's it. All it takes is somebody saying, okay, you and um, the person at the network didn't want me for that show, but, but the producers did. And, um, so there was like five auditions or something for that, that show. And there was one odd, one audition that I went to where I was like, I'm in this room full of people that look like me. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it was because they're like, okay, is it because of the way she looks? But no, it's because I had comedic timing and uh, comedic sensibility. And it's just something that I kind of, um, I have a, I guess, I, I guess I have a talent in it. Um, and, uh, so, so yeah, I, I mean, I love drama as well. It's just sort of been, comedy has been the way that I've gotten into the industry.
1: Do you take that into your interactions in Virgin River? Like there is, it's, it's funny to watch you because there is a certain edge to your performance that isn't, that's like a little different. And I feel like that does come from your comedy background, right? Right. Like, at least that's just what I pick up is that you add this like little extra spice to that role that really keeps it interesting and quirky in like a fun way.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I
2: tend to, lead to lean towards comedy. I like things that break tension. And uh, uh, yeah, thank you for saying that.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> you're seen in the uh, uh, when you're doing Hope's hair and you're trying to give her that information about Jack and she doesn't want to hear it is such a funny like back and forth between the two of you guys. I feel like that relationship is so funny. You staying at Hope's house and how is how is that to work? Uh, how is it to work with with her cuz you guys have a really fun back and forth.
2: Well, behind the scenes, she's one of my favorite people ever. I just I love Annette O'Toole so much and and yeah, I think that shines through because because she's my She's my buddy, man. Like we're friends, and and uh, uh, I'll, I'll call her up, and and she's just uh, such a, a wonderful person and such a talent. And um, I've been a fan of hers ever since I saw her in It when I was a kid. And yeah, yeah, and and um, uh, so it's it's really neat to be able to work with her, and and uh, and and the way that it's written too, it, it's it's kind of a playful thing. Um, between the two of them, I mean, it, it's it's complicated their their relationship, but there's there's a playfulness in there for sure.
1: Yeah, you get the feeling that hope doesn't hate Charmaine, but there's just you know, there's just that little underlying tension because she's so involved in Jack's life too. Hope is always meddling she never has time to do anything uh, mayoral, though is what Well it's we've also noticed. because
2: my mother <laughs> yeah. slept with doc and that's what, one of the things that ruined their marriage oh. That's right. right Yeah so uh,
3: we got to rewatch season 1 there's just this <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's so many layers in it And, and she so and dense. she loves
2: she loves me because like she's watched me grow up um but the thing is, is as I've grown up I look like my mom I talk like my mom and they were best friends, and, and so it's this reminder, and, and so she's been punishing me for, for what, what my mom did to her.
1: Oh, wow, like yeah. when she blasts the TV and the vacuum cleaner while you're trying to relax.
2: And it's also, I think a lot of that too has to do with she doesn't want a house guest, she wants to get naughty with Doc. Like, like you know, yes. it's, it's she's she doesn't have time to have somebody, people coming in and out of her house right now. <laughs>
3: God, hope hope is so wild though. I I think after Charmaine, of course, I I, I feel like our second favorite character has become. Oh, hope. I love her. Like she is yeah. such a. Can we just ask what? When is she ever the maid? <laughs> <laughs> like when? <laughs>
0: We've, We've never, never seen like her, like her a office budget meeting. Yeah, she doesn't have an assistant. She just That's sort a of really in her point <laughs>
3: Especially season two, where the town is being invaded by the drug-dealing logging gang. Like, Jack is on it, but I feel like the mayor
2: has no idea. I didn't even clue into that. That's very funny. That's very funny.
3: Like, Mayor Hope has other things to do. We get it. But I don't think she knows that there's a drug war about to invade Virgin River.
2: A friend of mine was watching it and she was sending, there's a few funny things too. She's like, she sent me some screenshots and she's like, who's pouring the wine on this show? Like, <laughs> like too, like it was, it was, Um, there's, there's stuff like that in every show. Right. But it was a uh, scene with, um, uh, uh, ter- uh, Terrell, um, uh, what's her, what's her character's name? Muriel? Muriel. Yeah. Muriel and Doc. Oh, it-
1: oh it's, it's just so it's all the way to the top. <laughs>
2: Oh, was so but it's, it's I, th- I find things like that kind of entertaining too, right? And, and oh, it's
1: so fun. And
2: her character as well, can we talk about Muriel? Um, like I, I love how her characters evolved. Um, I think um, she's got a lot more depth this year and uh, you feel really she's yeah, she's just multi-dimensional and and um, you feel bad for her for what what Doc and, and hope have have done to her. And, um, uh,
0: it's just, that's a really lovely, um, storyline and role as well. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's the thing that people are really connecting to with Virgin River too. It's that it's a show where all of the characters are respected. And also you see people who maybe don't normally have like a front and center storyline, like Muriel and Doc and Hope, you know, there's not a lot of, um, shows where it's at that, that sort of like age range and then they're also treated as like full human beings in the way that virgin river does which i think makes it so interesting but um do you ever do the writers ever come to you for input about your characters or anything like that or is uh, like how much no
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no
2: <laughs> they're like yeah just say the words lauren <laughs> no it's it's um very much all writers and um Mm -hmm. and and also that that's that's also a a testament to robin carr the the way that she's written the book so each book is is like a different storyline of different people in the town so there's like this wealth of characters and and so while jack and mel are the center of the show um there's all these other beautiful storylines that come in from all angles and
1: did you read the books in preparation um, for when you got the job?
2: I read the first one and the second one. Yeah.
1: Were you uh, a romance reader at all before that?
2: No. Um. So I'm. A, I'm a big horror, horror person. Like novels and and um, movies. I'm obsessed with horror movies, scary movies. <laughs> so I'm. It's, I'm not really the demographic. I think.
1: So you love that thrill. <laughs> Because we've actually theorized that your character is kind of in a horror movie in this in here because all the gaslighting going on, um, you're caught in bed for five episodes. We were (laughs) saying that the whole town is misering you
2: oh i like that <laughs> yeah. that's good i would love you know how people um take the the trailers and they turn them into a different genre i would love to see somebody turn virgin river into a horror genre uh trailer i think that would it be would amazing it would
1: not be hard
2: yeah i don't no. think it
1: no. would be I awesome. think we're pretty the setting much there. is there
2: yeah that's i like that that's good <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it's interesting this season because like you guys were saying that it's become such an ensemble and these characters that were in the background like Connie, if we can talk a little bit about Connie, who is is great. We love Connie now. Very much against adults having sex pre-marriage but has no issue (laughs) with creating an alibi for a murder she has no involvement in.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Oh, I love Connie, and I love I love Connie and Preacher's um, connection too, and I I find that hilarious that she's against premarital sex, but she'll help bury a body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, as she she's said, like,
2: she's a ride or die. Like she'll she'll be with you to the end. You can trust her. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: And they also drop this huge bomb when Preacher and Connie are talking about Wes's body that that the woods are filled with bodies. <laughs> did, did you realize that you live in a town or near a town that has just dozens upon dozens of bodies just lying in these woods?
2: Well, you know what's interesting is, in season one, you know, like, the, the set, I, uh, we have to talk about the set. Um, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. It's amazing um, what they do. But, like, in Jack's bar... Um, when you look, if you look at the bulletin boards and I don't know if you can actually see it on camera, but when, you know, like, I love looking at, at all the set deck and like, um, how they build the sets. It's just, it's, it's mind boggling to me. Um, but on the bulletin boards, there's lots of missing persons posters.
0: Really? Oh, wow. Yeah
2: yeah that's
0: a what a good Easter egg. Egg. yeah yeah, yeah. Some, so so they so it, a sinister it's sinister side it's yeah it's pretty cool
2: um and and the sets are amazing like so hope's house in season one and half of season two i think or maybe the beginning of season two is an actual house in burnaby and um it's like on a lake it's just it's this gorgeous old house and they built it so Part, so season one and season two, uh, season two is a set and season one is a house. And it is, to a T, the same house. But the, the the reason why they rebuild them is is because you can take the walls out and throw the camera in. And, like, the lighting is just, like, the, you can take the ceiling out and then there's lighting there. But, like, they are so amazing at what they do that that the wallpaper... Um, what they did was they took photo high definition photos of the wallpaper in the house, and then created wallpaper from those photos. Wow! So it's just everything's the same. It's just it 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 blows my mind, and it's, it's the same thing for Lily's house as well. It started off as a house in Langley, and then it was um, moved to the set.
1: Man, yeah, because we have Mel's Mel's little cabin is just gorgeous it's like a dream cabin yeah when you see it it's just like yeah you're right the sets the it just takes you into this world and there's like so much comfort when you see these different places you can just imagine just like being warm and cozy hanging out with the people in virgin river it really creates an atmosphere that you kind of want to escape into
2: and i think when it's a a real house originally it it makes it a lot more authentic um as well and i'm not sure if mel's cabin I'm not sure if they originally shot in a real location but the exterior is a tiny tiny cabin like the interior (laughs) is huge yeah and it's on a set but the exterior is like this little tiny cabin and so it's it's kind of um it's a bit of a clown car cabin (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
2: but it's just so cool what they can do and um we have an amazing crew that and and the camera and the lighting and and um it, it's just such a pretty show i think that's such a huge part of why the show is a success is is um trump does not exist in virgin river uh no. you know like it, it's there's <laughs> you know COVID doesn't exist in, it's it's none of it it's none of the real things that are we're inundated with exist and it's just really pretty to look at as well. It's it's just a it's a very interesting show. I can like I I understand why people love it so much. It's it's relaxing in a way and frustrating when I come <laughs> on. <down.
0: laughs> but I think that's important and I and I think that's the thing about Virgin River that is really like struck a chord too it's it is this kind of like cottagecore alternate reality but there is also like a little bit of darkness underneath Virgin River too. I mean all the missing posters and jacks which we didn't know about but now that's all we'll be able to think about yeah as well as like there is a drug gang but it's not you're not too worried that anything big is going to happen and I think it's it yeah it's it's a real testament to the show and sort of Um, I think what really shines through, too, is you can see how much everybody involved with it really is 100% on board for it. And it does really feel like everyone is steering the ship in the same direction. And Mm -hmm. and I think that's what is really fun to watch as well. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I love love the uh, Colin – or, sorry, um, Preacher and Paige. Mm -hmm. I like that relationship. I just – yeah, and – and Preacher um, I mean Preacher Colin's an amazing Preacher
3: actor pardon I said Preacher is just the greatest he, he is he seems like he's a chef and a war hero and he's it's nice to everyone I kind of
2: wonder if he's the glue of the town a little bit like he's just he's just such a solid guy
1: he keeps Jack well, run- we were he keeps talking- Jack's running
2: yeah because Jack yeah, yeah.
1: is never at his bar
2: yeah
0: <laughs> he's
1: running down drug well, gangs
0: yeah <laughs> Virgin River is basically a story of people just neglecting their primary uh, <laughs> source of income. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also noticed, and and maybe it also happened in season one, and I just didn't notice. But um, Tim Matheson directed a few episodes. Yes. So how was it being directed by a colleague? Awesome!
2: It was really awesome, yeah. and it was very different. Like. Directors all have a very, uh, very different style um, from each other. Tim Matheson, as an actor, because or, uh, because he's an actor, um, he is amazing to work with as a director, as an actor. Like like it's 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 because he he really uh, he does this awesome thing where he's he kind of comes into you and he, he's just he kind of it's like he's he's telling you a secret. And he gives you the direction almost like it's a secret because the other character doesn't really need to know what he's saying to me when he's directing me. And so it creates this really neat, um, then that the other actor gets a chance to react to me behaving differently in the scene. And, and, you know, it's, he's, he's a wonderful director and, um, and a a wonderful actor and, and just a wonderful man. He's just a really good man. Um, and I, Mm. I love that. I, I know him uh, and working with him is, is awesome.
1: Is, is there a character on the show that you'd want to interact more with that maybe you've had you you had a scene with that it was good chemistry or just an actor that you'd like to get more exercise working with in this cast because it's a sprawling cast and you are you are a little mm-hmm. bit off to the side with some of the stories because you were bedridden for so long. Yeah yeah. So that's is there a someone question. you're like itching.
2: That's a good question. Um, I think Muriel would be fun. I, I she's just so charismatic.
0: Um
2: yes. and um uh you know, all of them. Like I, I would love to work with more tightly with all of them because it's 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 just it's experience and it's you learn from each other when you're working together and and um uh there's just so much talent on this show. So yeah.
3: yeah. I can really see Charmaine and Muriel like going out on double dates yeah. together, like, like on- going to Jack's bar and ignoring Jacks and just and just saying no, no, we're we're looking at the other guys. We sign up
2: together on Tinder and we have swiping yeah. parties, oh my God. <laughs> 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 yes.
0: which is giant glasses of wine, yes, That's giant goblets yeah. like of wine, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: so so we don't want to keep you too long but we do have to talk and i'd like to ask you how you got ready for your big speech to jack at the end of this season the one that the audience was applauding for where you finally (laughs) stand up to him after he tries to explain to you that the house that he bought is not for you and the twins it is for the twins and he you're not necessarily going to live there
3: yeah, well, could we could could you just explain what you think Jack's logic was there? Did did he plan on just the kids, the newborn babies living in this new house <laughs> that he bought? What was
1: Jack? Is there be a renter on top and then just the twins hanging out by themselves, yes. but you're not allowed to live there?
2: <laughs> well, I think I think uh... Jack was really distracted and he wasn't actually giving the conversation the attention it deserved clearly. And there was the worst kind of miscommunication there. And the director of that episode was Martin Wood. And Martin is amazing at forming a scene. He's, he's really, he's great with the the writing in the background and he like sees the scene and he's, um, I, I think he makes me a better actor. I, 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 I quite like working with him. And, and so um, that scene, a lot of that was thanks to, to Martin, I think, and and his guidance, but uh, yeah, I think Jack just, he was, he was having a man moment and (laughs) he didn't, he didn't see that going in that direction whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah. Poor Jack.
1: (laughs) But when you say, we'll see how you fit in. Oh, we were just go, we were like, finally Charmaine Because, you know, you were going to move to Portland in the show, and then you heard about the house, and you thought, oh, maybe there's hope. And then he goes, no, you're not living in the house, and I've been only but straightforward with you. And we were like, you've only been straightforward with her? (laughs)
2: Thank (laughs) you. That is not true. (laughs) Thank you for your support.
1: (laughs) We're fully on board with, and we know you can't talk about anything past the second season, but we're fully on board with a Charmaine standalone episode where we see your life in Portland and you're living a fabulous life. You're successful. You have your, your pick of any man in the, in whatever town you live in. That's what we're rooting for.
2: I, one of my favorite <laughs> tweets, I think I, I read a lot of the tweets and cause I find them really entertaining. Um, one, one of the tweets in season one is like, I hope Charmaine finds a well endowed rich man <laughs> and they get to ride off in the sunset um yeah but i i do read uh, a lot of the tweets my favorite one this year was like charmaine you need to see a therapist <laughs> you need to see a People therapist really for your personality eating. disorder
1: <laughs> well but if it was a therapist in virgin river they would just be depressed they would, they, they would just be yeah they they would just be on board with the misering of you.
0: Yeah, yeah, they would be. <laughs> They'd be very busy. <laughs> or it, it may be because this is a town where everyone neglects their professions. They would just end up being like yeah. just giving trail rides or kayaking or something. <laughs> I, I like the term.
2: <laughs> I like the term miserying. by
0: the way. Oh, yeah. I like that.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Yeah, feel free to use it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, awesome. This was a dream come true for us, like, truly. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Like I said, we're big Virgin River fans. We're big Charmaine fans. We're big Lauren Hemsley fans. So, yeah. So, thanks
2: so much again. I really enjoyed hanging out with you guys and seeing your awesome faces and and, um, chatting with you. And thank you so much for having me.
3: Yeah, Yeah. this is awesome. Is there uh, anything non-Virgin River related that you want to tell all of your virgin river fans about any or any any plans any no i'm i'm uh
2: no i I don't have anything on the go i think things are kind of slow right now um with covid Mm -hmm. and and uh yeah i just want to tell everyone to wear a mask and stay safe
1: right
0: agree just stay
1: in and watch virgin river
2: and watch virgin river that'll keep us all safe
1: (laughs) Yeah. yes rewatch because we got to see the missing posters now we have to look for all the easter eggs
2: yeah i wonder if they oh show my up God. On, i'm not sure i haven't looked for them on on the show so but yeah that was That's that was so a good wild question,
3: yeah so you might be in the horror movie that you've always wanted to be in after <laughs> yeah, all
2: probably <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right thank awesome. you lauren
2: thank you so much you guys yeah.
1: So that was our interview with Lauren Hammersley, and she was awesome. It was so much fun. She obviously put up with all of our crazy conspiracy theories when it came to Virgin River. So if you want more Lauren, you can check out Mr. D, the CBC comedy show she was on. All eight seasons are now available on Amazon Prime. So definitely check those out and, you know, do a binge watch over the the holidays and as always, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. If you want to talk to us, send us any kind of message, learning the tropes podcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, at learningtropes. I don't have access. Instagram, at learningthetropes. And we have our Facebook group, Learning the Tropes Troop, so come and join that. We have merch, Christmas is coming, guys. So, you know, if you want something for a stocking stuffer, there's nothing better. And until next time, there's no until next time. We don't do until next time. That's not a thing. But we'll see you soon.